Debbie, what is it? I'm a robot. I'm an automation sequence. This this week is about automation. <laughs> And welcome back. Thanks for joining us for your week four lesson. Hey guys, glad to have you with us. Okay, so now you've been working on your side project for three weeks. You've gotten your feet wet with blogging, you've set up your email system, and committed to sending something to your audience every week. And you've laid a solid foundation for your platform. That's impressive stuff and was not easy to do. However, many of you are probably feeling stressed and overwhelmed with the amount of work that it takes to do your tasks. This is a side project, after all, and by its very nature, that means that you don't have a lot of time to work on it. You're quickly finding out that just the basic tasks you have today already take up almost all the time that you have available. Now that's totally okay. Don't freak out. This week and next week's lessons will be all about how to do your current tasks faster and free up more time for yourself. This week, we're going to focus on automation. I'm talking about writing scripts, scheduling tasks, and using software to get more shit done in significantly less time. Freeing up your time is critical. Now, let's just discuss for a second why it's so important to free up your time. We really, really want to stress this point. Yeah. So, we want to convince you that saving your time will make you more successful. It's not about being lazy or wanting to do work less. It's really one of the most important keys to success with a side project. A lot of people think that they can just power through the work. They work harder and sleep less. But it wasn't until we found ways to automate our tasks and spend less time on them that we were able to really start succeeding, succeeding with Hacking UI. So let's get into the reasons why this is so important. Well, there's this obvious reason. It's essential for you to find a way to do your side project without ruining your life and working yourself to death, right? <laughs> um, think back to our first lesson, okay? When we discussed the goals of pursuing freedom, we're on that path to be able to do what we want to do and find out how we want to live our life on our own terms. So we certainly don't want our side project to become something that takes a hold of us and prevents us from doing the thing that we love and spending time with the people that we care about. That would be the exact opposite of the reason that we are doing this. The second reason that it's so important that you free up more time is because you're likely spending a lot of your time doing what we call administrative work. It's something that we all get caught up in, but it means that you're spending less time creating content getting your ideas out there, and building your audience. Now, at the beginning, there's not much of a way around this, okay? You need to build a foundation and give yourself a home on the internet, a place to put all the great content that you create, and a place for your audience to come to. However, and, and this is really important, the trick is to differentiate between the administrative work that is foundation building and the work that is just repetitive and will become part of your weekly routine. For example, building a sign-up form and designing your welcome email is foundation building work. After you do this one time, you'll not need to do it again. Maybe in a few months you'll decide that you want to make some changes and improve it, but it is certainly not a task that you're required to do each week. However, putting your newsletter together and creating HTML and MailChimp, now that's a task that you'll have to do each week. Let's say your newsletter format includes some list of links, like ours. You find those links and then what? Presumably you take that text, paste it into MailChimp, need to add the URL, make sure it's aligned properly, style the links, you get the picture. This is the type of administrative work that you want to watch out for. When you realize that you're doing anything repeatedly, it is at the expense of you creating content. This is the stuff that you want to eliminate, and we'll soon get into how you can do that. Great. So the third reason 
that you need to free up your time. It's because it will open you up to more opportunities and increase the chances of success. Think back again to the first lesson when we talked about creating multiple revenue channels. So in order to succeed with your side project, you will need to do more than just a couple of tasks that you do today. You will likely want to launch and build products, right? Which some of you are already doing. You will want to get into podcasting or creating video or creating courses. Not to mention, you also want to find some ways to reach your audience, like increasing your social media presence, speaking at conferences, hosting events. You also want to start monetizing. That in itself could be a gigantic kind of world that can suck up all your time. I look at side projects kind of like playing a video game, right? You need to advance levels, and the way to beat the current level and move on to the next is by stabilizing all of your current work and freeing up time so you can start working on something new. Alright, so level one is your blog and newsletter. <laughs> you can even say that level one is just your written newsletter. Once you find a way to make this a relatively automatic process... Thank you, Sydney. <laughs> Once you find a way to make this, your current work, a relatively automatic process that does not completely consume your week, you can then advance to level two. Alright. So, in short, you need to free up more time so that you can open yourself up to more opportunities and increase the channels that you are operating in. This will give you a significantly increased chance of success. And the last reason why freeing up your time is so important that it will help you maintain the level of consistency that you need with your side project in order to be successful. So much of the success of your side project will be determined by your level of consistency. You've heard it said a thousand times to you already, but almost no project becomes successful overnight. Consistency and dedication prove to your audience that you care, and only over time will they start to respect and follow you. By the way, I heard a saying, um, luck favors the persistent. Nice. Yeah. But being consistent is really fucking hard. We know it's not easy to send out your newsletter each week, and we know it's hard to create new content each week. Luckily, consistent, repetitive tasks lend themselves well to automation. Okay, so... How exactly do we start automating our tests? Um, so automation will become your best friend. Uh, and it's one of the most important techniques that will free up your time. So since there is no one-size-fits-all solution for automating your work, I think the best way to get you into the mindset that automation is possible is to walk you through a case study of how we automated our process of our weekly newsletter to defeat the level one boss and advance to the level two of hacking UI. <laughs> I gotta do that maybe. Uh, so, at the beginning, the process of creating a newsletter included the following steps. Let's say I found a relevant link article that I want to add as a link. So I have to find the link to the spreadsheet, right? I have to open a new tab in Chrome and then, I don't know, like, go to Google Drive, search for a specific spreadsheet. Maybe, maybe I had a bookmark, I don't even remember. Let's say I had a bookmark, open a new tab with a spreadsheet, great. Now I'll go back to the article, I take the URL of that article, copy it, go back to the tab with the spreadsheet, paste that into the relevant column, go back to the article, copy the title, go back to the tab of the spreadsheet, and then I paste that in a relevant row. Um, and then after that, I have to, let's say I finish all the links, right? I finish reading, I do this tedious process, like creating that spreadsheet. Great, now I have to transfer it somehow into MailChimp in HTML format, yay! What fun! Okay, so <laughs> then I copy-paste each of the URL and titles from the spreadsheet into MailChimp into HTML format, which is terrible. And then, once I have that letter ready, um, we have the share link generator, basically like a tool we found online to create share links. And I have to go in with each URL and create a share link and then go back to MailChimp and put the share think, link. I think we get the picture. <laughs> 
So you can probably relate to the process, right? I mean, that's not even before you added all your content to the newsletter and sent a test email and then sent it to your audience. So a tedious process. You can relate, right? You have your own newsletter now. Um, so we had this terrible process and we started to think how we can improve it. I walked you through these steps in detail just because I want you to start thinking the same way that we eventually did. Yeah, we want you to find the places where you can optimize your process. Yeah. So your newsletter may have other steps like along the way in order to create it. But the concept here is universal. So how do you decide what to automate? It's a good question. So when you're thinking about what you should optimize, you will always face the dilemma of, should I invest the time now to create something to do it automatically, or should I just get the task done? Okay, so I used to think that the answer was usually no, you shouldn't invest the time, especially for short tasks. You're stressed for time, you don't have time to waste, right? That's what I used to think. Well, I was wrong. The answer is almost always yes. You should invest the time to automate it. Even saving 10 or 20 minutes per week on a task is huge. Those huge. minutes, those minutes add up really quickly. And more importantly, they can be the difference between you being able to get the newsletter done that week and not getting it done. There's going to come, come weeks when you're just slammed with work or on vacation or a family in town visiting and you just have no time to work on your side project. But the kids are sick. Yeah, we know about that one. Yeah. These are the weeks that separate the amateurs from the professionals. Automation can help you get through them. So let's dive into it step-by-step step and see exactly what we automated with Hacking UI. Okay, so the first thing that we did to improve the way we were creating the HTML or links from a spreadsheet and putting it into MailChimp, basically that was the most pressing problem for us because it was the most time-consuming and we fucked up a lot when doing so. So we would have wrong hrefs on some text or the link would be broken because of the typo. So we found a way to automate the process by turning the roles of a spreadsheet into HTML. Um, basically, David did that with the Google Apps script. Mm -hmm. And get this, he is going to teach you how to get started with that. This lesson includes a screencast that David will demonstrate for you how to create your own Google Apps script. So we basically live on Google Apps scripts. We really like them. Yeah. Um, the script that I wrote, what Sagi was just talking about, was pretty simple. It brings the data from the spreadsheet, loops through the rows, and places the values of the different cells into an HTML template, which then just spits out the, the code that we can copy and paste into MailChimp. Once we had the script working, we saved about an hour or so each week putting together the newsletter. I think it was even more than one hour. At least one hour. Like, okay, more than one hour, <laughs> but okay. And the next thing we did was improve the way that we were adding the links to the spreadsheet. So Sagi wanted to make a Chrome extension that would just add a button to the browser that you can click and add the current tab to the spreadsheet. Now, I have to admit that at the time, I wasn't so on board with this because I didn't think it would save us that much time, but I admit that I was actually wrong. Uh, and But because I wasn't on board with this, <laughs> Sagi was forced to create the Chrome extension by himself. Yay, fun for me. And although he wasn't a developer, he okay. found an awesome solution that barely even required programming. It's called Google. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I want to stress is anything is Googleable. Okay, so yeah, I created the Chrome extension by searching for a tutorial online, and then I found it. I found a tutorial um, to create a Chrome extension, and then I, I shared this, you know, I shared a tutorial in the show notes, but it's super easy. I walked through the tutorial, and in 15 minutes, I had a blank Chrome extension. Now, it was blank, right? This Chrome extension did not do anything at first, but it was exciting because I had a little icon on my Chrome browser. When I clicked it, it opened up like an empty pop-up. For me, that was super exciting, especially me not being a developer and all. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I never had anything to do with Google scripts. I never like, thought I have, I mean, extensions in my browser, but I never thought I could actually build one. So I just built one in like 15 minutes with a quick tutorial. 
the mindset that I want to stress is just Google anything you want to do. It doesn't matter. Like, don't mm -hmm. think that code is a barrier. Um, so, all right. So let's say now I created the uh, Google form, okay, in order to, and I just said the fields in the Google form match the columns that we had in our newsletter spreadsheet. So then I just took that embed code of that form and put it into my empty Chrome extension. Copy paste. HTML. Fuck, iframe. Nice. Uh, and voila, it worked like an iPhone. <laughs> so the next thing we did, the, the next thing that we wanted to automate was the posting of our links to our social media accounts. Maintaining even one social media account is hard, and we wanted to maintain a few of them and continuously posting content. So for this part, I wrote a script, a simple function in Google Apps Script that takes the values from each row, puts them into the format of a tweet, and then we send each of those tweets to Buffer using the Buffer API. We'll talk about Buffer in a moment. Now, this queues and schedules a post for us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn accounts, soon, cool. to, soon to be Pinterest, also Instagram. So it actually seems like we're posting regularly, even though we really only do this all at once. <laughs> uh, and in the future, we could add more scheduling times. Uh, we can add to our personal accounts or even more social media profiles to post even more. All right, cool. So finding the links. We wanted to get the links for our newsletter better and faster. Mm -hmm. And so we just built an app. Uh, to help you curate those resources. So, now, all right, this portion of the lesson is a bit of a bonus section because I wouldn't exactly call what we did here automation. We actually built an app, but it can give you some insights into what can happen once you start getting into the mindset of automation and some unexpected benefits it can produce. Again, it's really important to get into the mindset of automation and that it's possible to do your work faster. You don't need to accept the amount of time it takes you to do your work today. So, like we said, we have multiple sources that we check every week in order to get our links. But the one thing we found out with time is that the most valuable links usually come from thought leaders in our field. So I thought, why not create a way for us to track people instead of sources? So we decided to build a product to scratch our own itch. We call it Thought Leaders, and it lets us add URLs for sources we want to track. It groups them by author, and then it scrapes the sources every day to check for the latest content. Then it displays all of the articles that it found in one feed and lets us sort by author, source, and date. It's still just an internal tool that we use, we're constantly improving it and it's already helped us find better links and it ensures that we get to them before our competitors do. Now we haven't released it publicly yet or anything like that. Because I want it all for myself. No. <laughs> but it's on our roadmap and, and one day this can be another source of revenue for us. But today it just scratches our own itch and solves our own problem. It helps us do our job faster and better. And this was all because we searched for a way to automate our own process. Right. I use it all the time. Like every week I use it. Like It's amazing. So Summing up, um, so that wraps up this lesson. Uh, like we said before, there's no one-size-fits-all solution for automating your processes. But before starting, like before I start getting into the mindset and believing it's possible, you'll be amazed of what you can do once you get into it. Like, so we want to stress the mindset. That's the most important thing. Um, Believe that it's yeah. possible to automate your task. Really, don't yeah. be, don't be complacent, and don't just accept that it should take a lot of time to get your task done each week. Ask yourself this question, okay? What would this task look like if it was easy? And constantly think about how you can make your task easier for yourself. You're not doing your audience a disservice by spending less time on it. On the contrary, you're ensuring that you will be able to deliver to them consistently and that you will have more time to provide them with content and real value instead of investing all of your time on administrative work that they don't see. Okay, now that we shared our story, we're going to quickly list a few tools that can help you automate your processes. Now, this list is certainly not everything that's out there, but here's a few to get you started. 
Yeah, so this buffer, which we mentioned earlier, that lets you schedule social media updates and also has an API for you to use if you want to get some code on. There's also Ift, which uh, Sigi loves. If this, then that, if. Which, and many of you have probably heard of it as well, that lets you create uh, if this, then that recipes between all sorts of online accounts. For instance, once you publish a post on WordPress, it gets shared on your Twitter. Uh, even if you publish a post on WordPress, it can open a draft on Medium. And then you can go to Ift and you can see all their cool recipes. They have tons of them in there. Yeah, and there's also Zapier. Um, so Zapier is kind of a competitor of Ift. Uh, I think it was there before, but who knows. Uh, it works. Uh, it, with some different services. It has a lot of integrations with apps like Typeform, MailChimp, and more content platforms that we all use. Um, so Zapier got a lot better in the last year, and it's certainly holding some interesting zaps for you to check. You're definitely doing cool stuff with, with uh, Zapier. Yeah. And uh, we'll add a list for everything else that we've used and we've tried ourselves in the show notes of this lesson, but again, this is not a complete list. There's a million tools out there. Start getting into the mindset that what you're doing today is not how it has to be. You can automate, you can make things faster. And there are online tools for you to do that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, now for the assignment. Number one, start thinking about how you can make your process better. Identify all of the repetitive tasks that you are doing, all the shit work. Just make a list of them and share that list with the group. It's okay if you don't have a solution for them yet. This may take some time, but the first step is to identify that they actually exist. This is really important. I think once you understand that you're doing some shit work, something that you don't enjoy, something that's this like administrative task that we talked about before, that's not foundation building, just administrative shit work each week. Once you identify it, you start paying attention to it and can start talking to people about it and finding solutions for it. You don't have to be doing this. So identify it and make that list. Second thing you're going to do for the assignment this week is open up a buffer account and connect the social media profiles that you created last week to it. Now, the third thing is, we want you to skim through Ift and Zapier and get to know those platforms, find, find some cool zaps and some cool recipes, and actually set up at least one zap or recipe for yourself. Uh, as a bonus for this lesson, there's a short screencast this week that will help you get started with Google Apps Script and show you how you can make HTML out of a spreadsheet. Alright, so that's it for this uh, week. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Happy and automating. Happy automating. Bye. Oh, my God. Okay.